We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Welcome to the Transformative Principal Podcast, where we learn how to be an amazing educational leader. I am your host, Jethro Jones. Are you ready to be a transformative principal? I'm looking for about 10 people who are ready to do what it takes to lead with integrity, find balance, and take your school to the next level. If you're looking to improve your leadership in a measurable way, go to transformativeprincipal.org slash mastermind to see if you qualify to join a group of like-minded people who are ready to be the best principals in the country. Welcome to Transformative Principal. This week, we are going to continue our uh, conversation with Dana Evans and talk about Fridays in Fairbanks, the excursion that her students go on every single week that there is a Friday. I think that is a fantastic idea and just love that idea. As I mentioned last week, I'll mention it again. If you are interested in moving up to the great state of Alaska and want to try out something different, it's never too early to start networking. So feel free to drop me a line on Twitter at Jethro Jones or reach out some other way. And I'd love to talk to you about what it's like working and living up here in Alaska. There's lots of teaching opportunities and administrative opportunities every year. So feel free to reach out and I'd love to talk to you more about it. I do want to switch a little bit and talk about how you get that uninterrupted time in the morning, especially with that little kids and with the requirement from the state that we have more time for physical education each day. So you're in Alaska like me, so we both have to deal with that that new law that says we have to have a certain number of minutes each day. So can you talk a little bit about how how you deal with things like recess and breaks and stuff like that? Absolutely. We have students take brain breaks during our morning core. And sometimes since the gym is available, the teachers have a schedule. And so they will in the morning take little brain breaks and go down to the gym or do something like that with their class. The sixth grade reserves the gym and they spend like 15 minutes in the morning. And in the afternoon, students are moving from those explorations, you know, from one to the other. They're moving throughout the school 
And even though we do not have recess Monday through Thursday, students can sign up for dance, taekwondo, playground games, PE. And so they're getting those physical activity classes four days a week for 55 minutes a day. And that recess time is then banked for what we call our Friday and Fairbanks activities. And on Fridays, everyone does get recess for 30 minutes because that Fridays are always a, a different schedule. And we're making up a little bit of lost prep time on Fridays also. So my core teachers get an, a 60-minute block of prep on Friday. And during that time, another teacher is taking their class to lunch and recess so on the Friday and Fairbanks activity, it would could be something such as um, skiing, ice skating, swimming, so they could get physical activity at that time as well. So I, I'm thinking, I haven't done all the math, but I'm thinking we're pretty active here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about that Friday and Fairbanks activity, which which is basically like a planned out in the community activity every single Friday. So basically like a field trip every Friday. Is that is that right? That's pretty close. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, linking our students and our school within the community of Fairbanks. Yeah. So talk about how that came about and why you think that that is uh, so important for your school. Part of that Friday in Fairbanks is um, the recreation piece I talked about, but it's also community service. So we've had students, they go work at the food bank. We've had them clean up cemeteries and whatnot around town. So they're out in the community doing a community service and enriching um, the curriculum or other types of activities where it might be a hands-on engineering science type activity. We're partnering with businesses and people here in the community, or we have community members come in and perform. We just had some community members do WIO games with the kiddos, some fiddling with the kiddos, and some storytelling, and some drumming and dancing. So it was a whole focus for Alaska Native Education, and it was really nice having those people come into the school. So yes, Friday and Fairbanks can be outside of our school, but it could also be bringing community members into the school as well. Hmm. Very, very interesting. So what kind of planning needs to go in to that? How much of that is you and how much of that is the teachers seeking those things out? And how far out do you have those things planned? Right. So it's an extensive set of planning. And I do have a teacher aide who does help plan with Friday and Fairbanks and works with the teachers and helps make a lot of the phone calls confirming our dates with different people. But it's kind of planned out for the whole year. And we've gotten it to a point now where things are pretty established. So hopefully we can, you know, repeat it as the, as the years come on. But when I first started here, it was a bit, we've made a lot of improvements on how it runs. And it used to be kind of last minute and teachers were finding out at the last minute they were, things were canceled. And it's, it's very well organized now. And I, I think I shared with you the Google Docs so you can see um, how it's planned out for the year in each class with where they want to go and what the focus will be. So teachers can start talking about it earlier in the week. 
And uh, then the experience is that much more valuable too, hopefully. Yeah. And I, I put a link to that in the show notes at uh, transformativeprinciple.org. If you just search for Dana Evans, then you'll be able to find that pretty easily. And so on Fridays, that looks like in some classes, that's the last activity. In other classes, it says core. And so does that mean they go back and continue work in the core area or they're just with their core teachers and they may continue something like the week that I'm looking at right now has Eddie the Eagle gun safety for kindergarten, first, second, third, and fourth graders. Is that uh, then the core afterward? Is that them going back and doing more math and language arts or is that them continuing the discussion about Eddie the Eagle gun safety? Absolutely. It could be they are back with their core teacher and whatever the teacher wants to accomplish during that time. Often students are writing thank you notes to whoever came in and did their uh, presentation or it could be an extension of what they learned. So that would be whatever the classroom teacher puts into their lesson plans. But uh, yeah, depending, you know, sometimes it's bus scheduling when, when people end up going somewhere, if they're going up to UAF Museum or they're going someplace that requires a little bit longer travel, their time may be a little longer. So it can depend based on the week and what time a show is happening, what time buses are available, all of those come into play. Gotcha. This is just incredible to me. I, I love this approach of having something big every single week that that the kids can look look forward to. Have you seen that Friday has become a a day where it it may seem like we're not really doing school or anything important that day, and so attendance peters out, or are our kids extra motivated to come on this last day of the week when you're doing this fun stuff? Well, parents do pay a fee for the um, to help support the Friday in Fairbanks, and we also have a Barnett Olympics fundraiser at the beginning of the year because the, the program costs about $20,000 to run for the year. And so because there's an investment, I think people value it, and I think the excursions are planned out far enough in advance that the Friday in Fairbanks is is valued. And if, for example, someone's behavior is such that we can't trust them to leave the building, then that's also an incentive for, for good behavior because that is something that can be taken away as a consequence. So we have some families who prefer to do their Friday in Fairbanks at home. So their kids might check out of school early. Sometimes our middle schoolers might have other things that they're finding are more important. So because that's banked recess time, they're really not counted absent. That's not held against them at all. Okay. That makes sense. And so do you feel that by having this in place that it just allows for more flexibility for meeting whatever students' needs there are? I I definitely feel like it's of value and meets the needs of of certain students. You know, this this is a school of choice, and it's really designed for students who are independent learners and, and who transition well because they're dealing with multiple teachers throughout the course of a day and, and lots of transitions. So it is an option for certain types of teachers and certain types of students. It, it's not for everyone, but it certainly is a wonderful option to have. 
So can you talk just a little bit about the kind of students and teachers that it attracts and like what you're looking for when you hire, how you communicate to parents that, you know, this is not like a typical school? Yes, I think one of the most important characteristics is flexibility. And that's for the principal, the teachers, the parents, the staff and and students having the ability to just kind of go with the flow is a very important characteristic for people to have. And people who not necessarily thrive with change, but are good with change and adapt well, and like to be a continuous learner and and to learn new things. Those are all very important characteristics. That said, we do have a number of students that have some Additional needs, we do have a resource program. We have a couple of students who have eight assistants from, you know, adult support throughout the day, and they are thriving here because of that multi-age option in the afternoon. It gives us the chance to be a little, to put students at their academic learning levels, even though it might not be their chronological age levels. That makes sense? Yeah, Absolutely. It gives us those options so that we really are able to meet students where their needs are. So we have a diverse group of students and and all types of levels, but it just can be a magical place when you see that in action and working. Yeah, I I think that that is really powerful. I wonder a lot about your school being a magnet school and you know, people choose to go there. Is this a model that could work in a typical school that gets whoever is is coming? You know, to me, it sounds like it is, it, it would be attractive to any kid. And, and I think the real challenge would be for teachers who, who may want to specialize more and not have to, to teach explorations and, and a core class. So what's your thought on this working in a, at a typical school? I think the idea of having those multi-age options in the afternoons could could work at any school. And um, I know that our district right now is looking at trying to incorporate more K-8 options for families. And as we move towards, you know, personalized learning, I think we are obligated to look at ways we can um, change that typical day for students where they're stuck in four walls all day long, you know, given those options to be with like peers that may not be our chronological age is important. Yeah. So if a school was thinking about going in this direction, what would you say would be the first step that they needed to, to get figured out first and foremost? Oh, that is a great question. I was not involved when this school was planned. And I oftentimes just sit back in awe at the brilliance behind the minds that that envisioned this and, and brought it to life. It's undergone some growing pains and some changes. When the school was initially started, for example, all the classes were multi-age all day long. So even core was multi-age. And I think they realized soon after that that wasn't going to work. And so they made core grade specific. There's been a couple of other changes. But I guess if you wanted to try, maybe just a school could start small with, say, afternoon science. And you had a couple of uh, 
classes that took or teachers that took different science um, strands and maybe fourth, fifth and sixth grade kiddos could pick which science class they wanted to take. And so in the afternoon, you just have kids from other teachers classes in your science class. That's I maybe just start small with maybe one subject. Okay. Well, I think that that's, that's certainly a good place to start. I think what I'm doing at my school with our tutorial system, if you want to learn more about that, you can go to transformativeprinciple.org slash episode 100 and learn more about that. But that, I think, is is a way that we're starting by adding student choice within the middle of the day. Some people call it an ed camp period and you know that kind of thing where you find a way to start incorporating student choice, I think, is is a good way starting with one subject, I think is a great idea and just gives you some place to start. What what I want to do is start moving our tutorial idea into other class periods. So it's not just that one period during the day, but it could be multiple periods throughout the day. So, you know, being able to do some of that, I think is a, is a good place to go. So Dana, I really appreciate all that you've shared. The last question that I ask everybody is what is one thing that a principal can start doing this week to become a transformative principal like you are? Well, thank you, Jethro. I think of the possibilities about what can be would be my advice. Well, I think that is great advice. How can people learn more from you and get in touch with you, Dana? My email is Dana, D-A-N-A dot Evans, E-V-A-N-S. That's at K12NorthStar.org. And I'm more than happy to answer any questions that people might have. And uh, feel free to visit our website for the school as well, because that has lots of information. Cool. And I'll, again, put that in the show notes at uh, transformativeprinciple.org. And again, thank you so much, Dana, for being part of the Transformative Principle podcast. Well, it's been my pleasure, Jethro. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Transformative Principle. That was a great interview with Dana Evans. Really enjoy talking to her. You know, one of the things we talked about after she got off the phone was, uh, or after we stopped recording, that is, was how powerful it is for for student choice and how important it makes kids feel when we are really uh, focusing on them. And they sense that we, as a school, see them as our kids, all of our kids, when we have different scheduling options for them. And it's a lot easier to see that. And I just think that is such a key point that we need to make sure that we address is the kids at our schools are our kids. And when we see them that way, when we treat them that way, they can tell. And the more we do that, the better it is for them. So I hope that that's one other additional thing that you can remember. And thank you so much for listening to Transformative Principle. Please share this with your friends. If you can do me a favor, please go to iTunes and leave a rating. I'd love to hear your feedback and and have the, the good conversation shared with others. Thank you so much for listening to Transformative Principle. Transformative Principle is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators by educators. Visit edupodcastnetwork.com for more great podcasts. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. 
That's IXL.com slash BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE.